So what if the, all this shit that this, these conspiracy theorists are saying is real? Well, then not only have I been lied to my whole entire life about what this human experience is and what this world is, but even more importantly, if that's all been a lie, then who the fuck am I? Thank you once again for having it locked to the Launchpad podcast. My name is J-Man, and this is a platform for freedom of speech and freedom of expression. And I'm really happy to have this gentleman on the show. He's creator of Soulgasm. Love the name. We'll talk about that. Also a spiritual conduit and medium coach, speaker, and author. Dan King on the program. Thank you for joining me, brother. Thank you, Jason. It's an absolute pleasure to be on your show. All right. So I want to discuss self-love uh, that is your thing, and we have gone through, obviously, a uh, tumultuous past two, three years with the pandemic. And from my knowing of self-love and self-worth and acceptance, very rarely are there things that upset us on the surface that don't come from deeper down inside of us. And I've been incredibly shocked sometimes by the reaction that people have had to recent events. And I'll just lay it out and then I'm going to let you go for it. Sure. Uh, I had made a post about people working towards forgiveness for everything that happened during the pandemic in regards to the passports, the poor treatment of one side to the other, in regards to people that decided to get medical intervention and those that didn't. Where Where is this anger coming from in regards to self-love? What are we lacking? What are we missing? Uh, it, it, it comes down to fear, man. Um, and I mean, first and foremost, I want to say self-love isn't my thing. I mean, I get why I get the context you're using that in, but right. I, it, 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 but it prompts something in me. This is how this goes usually. Um, because I want to make it, make it clear that it's all of our thing, whether we know it or not, self-love and love in general is all of our thing. It's who we truly are. Um, the opposite of that love is fear. And that's the reason why we have seen um, the behavior we have, the separation we have, the lines dr drawn in the sand that we have, um, and the straight up just shitty treatment of each other that we have. All of it by design. Um, I don't know if we want to get into that aspect of it, but you but, absolutely can, brother. You're a, you're right, on the right, right show. You're on the right show. All right, all right. I appreciate that. But um, it comes down to fear, man. I mean, people fear what we don't understand. We all do. Um, it's you can call it human nature, I guess, but I prefer to call it conditioned human behavior because um, we don't come here so fearful, man. We just don't. Not one of us has popped out of our mother's vagina scared. Other than yeah, we're scared because where the hell are we all of a sudden? But after that. Um, we don't know fear. We just don't. We're taught fear. And people, now if we're talking specifically about the pandemic and how that was handled and what was done and um, essentially human rights completely being shit on, and that's putting it nicely as far as I'm concerned, um, people are extremely scared and, and rightfully so that conspiracy theories or theorists are right. And I believe it's because, and if you ask me, if your eyes are fucking open, um, most of these conspiracies have already been proven right. There's some crazy shit out there, but for the most part, they've all been they've all been proven right, especially with this whole pandemic thing. Pandemic. Um, 
But if you look at it this way, so what if all this shit that this, these conspiracy theorists are saying is real? Well, then not only have I been lied to my whole entire life about what this human experience is and what this world is, but even more importantly, if that's all been a lie, then who the fuck am I mm, in all right. of it? That's a very scary thing, Jason. It's a yeah. very scary thing for any of us to fathom. Now, many of us are souls who have chosen to wake up, if we want to call it that, whatever, ahead of the game, if we want to call it that even, all of it right on time. No one's ahead or behind, honestly, but to become aware of certain things, to give our other fellow brothers and sisters a heads up. Um, so there's many of us out there that aren't so fearful about it because we've come to an understanding of what's truly going on, not just in the world, but what's underneath this world, so to speak, meaning the foundation of this world, meaning what's the purpose to this world and what's the purpose to us. Um, so many of us have have remembered that. And I say remember because we all know this shit, man. Every right. single one of us knows this stuff on the soul level. We just purposely forget when we come here. Um, right. And Dan, yeah. if I can just jump in there. I, yeah, yeah, in regards to my understanding is that before we arrived here on earth as souls is that we made a decision to live the life that we are living right now. Amen. Right. All absolutely. the hardships. I decided to be here during the pandemic. Oh, absolutely. And that's yeah. why there's the population keeps skyrocketing because all souls want to be here right now because we're literally in the tipping point, the absolute right. grand awakening, if we want to call it that, whatever, but it's the biggest shift in consciousness ever. Um, so yeah, every soul wants to be a part of the show rather than watch it from up there, or at least as many as possible. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we've all chosen this. I mean, th this is soul school. And we've been here many times. This is none of our first rodeos. And just like before we go into another year of schooling, we choose the classes and the tests we're going to need in order to learn what we're, we're going there to learn. That's what our souls do before coming here. Mm -hmm. And really what we learn when we come here is who we're not so that we can remember who we truly are while we're here. Right. This is a whole big game of forget in order to remember. And that's why so many of us go through so much shit before we awaken, because it's a bunch of it's the process of going through reminders of who we're not and what we don't want and what we don't deserve. That brings us to remembering who we are, what we want and what we do deserve. Right. And for now, anybody listening right now, if I can offer some advice, just some general but very relevant to literally every single human being type of advice is that. If you're sick of shit happening in your life, stop playing the victim and asking, why is this happening to me? Start asking, what am I supposed to learn from this? And you'll get an answer quicker than you could ever, ever imagine. And right. you can move on quicker than you can ever imagine. Because once we get the lesson, you no longer need the teacher. And all this shit in our world, including what they've done with this pandemic, they're all just teaching us what we don't deserve. But enough of us need to remember who the hell we are and stand up to it. Right. I also noticed when... I was talking about this post of coming together. There's a lot of people that are in my network that decided that they did not want to get poked. Uh, I don't know how many people that listen to my podcast on a week-to-week -week basis aren't, but for the most part, they definitely don't like how everything was handled. They didn't like the infringement on their rights, whatever it might be. But I definitely saw that in regards to when I was talking about forgiveness, it was people on both sides not wanting to budge, both sides thinking that they were victims and yeah. not coming to the realization that it didn't matter what your medical decision was. We were all lumped into the same clump of bullshit, right? Yeah. And that we're all moving together. And if we could just take a moment to realize that as, as a unit, as human beings, 
that are inhabiting this earth that what we do in regards to negativity really does affect the other. Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, and look at the end of the day, no matter what, or no matter how people may have lashed out or gotten pissing matches, you know, over this stuff. I mean, really what we saw, Jason was the ultimate blatant example of divide and conquer ever played on, on, on humanity. Um, but really what it comes down to is our, is our individual traumas. That's where this fear I talk about comes from. Right because we've all gone through some sort of trauma. If there's one prerequisite for a soul to come into back into the human experience is to choose a boatload of shit that's going to fuck you up. And it's your job to unfuck yourself from it because it's in that process of unfucking. That's where the ascension is. That's where the value is, right? That's where the growth is, so to speak. But really it comes down to, we've all gone through trauma and all trauma that one way or another has taught us that we're not good enough or that we need to do or be something more to be worthy of love not just from other people but religion has even taught us that we need to do or be more to be worthy of love from god right or at least acceptance into heaven right um so really these lash outs is the fear of being wrong the fear of not being good enough and really it's not about right or wrong it's 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 not even about whether this thing was real or not it's about fucking sovereignty man and freedom of choice but i wasn't about to change my view of anybody because of it i wasn't about to change my treatment of somebody because of it um but that's exactly what it was designed to do. It was designed to divide and conquer, to drop that frequency, to create more fear frequency, because the more fear that we're locked into, the less we're in love. Mm. And I would stake my life on that truth. Everything I say about this today on your show, I would stake not only my life, I'd stake both my testicles on it, anything, my daughter, anything, my parents in heaven, anything of value. That's how certain I am about of this. And I, I'm certain that that this needed to happen though too. This is a part of the divine plan, just like anything else is, because until we look at, if we think about our individual lives, Jason, right, we've all heard and talked about rock bottom, right? Until things get bad enough, we don't make a fucking change. Okay. Well, we do that individually in our own individual lives, but now we have to do this collectively as a species because the way the world works is just a macro example of our own personal ego. It's just a macro example of what we allow in our own personal lives. So as a collective, we've allowed this to happen to our species. Well, for so long, at least, I mean, that's going to change. I guarantee you it's going to change. It already yeah. is changing um, in many ways. You're just not going to hear about how it's changing on the media, of course, um, or mainstream media, I should say. But, but this comes down to, it's a, it's a, it screams how much we all need healing. This world needs healing, but we can't put it on the world. We can't even put it on Gaia. We can't put it on the earth. It's individual fucking human beings need to heal. This whole shit about global warming, fuck it. I'm not saying don't take care of our, our world, but Gaia knows what she's doing. She was here way before we were. The, the earth doesn't need healing. Human beings do. Yes. Human beings need healing, and everything else is, is a distraction away from that all these charities, all this big fearful about how the world's getting warmer. You know how many times the world has gotten warmer in cycles throughout history? Like, fuck, this has happened before. There's no problem here. But what hasn't happened before yeah. is what just happened with COVID. Right. That's what we need to be concerned of and how easily the majority of the population were duped. That's what we need to be concerned about because it shows where our consciousness, our level of consciousness is at and how susceptible we are to fear. Dan, this and is going straight to 
this is going straight to rumble. Like, <laughs> this is not going to stay on YouTube. <laughs> uh, is it because of my language? No. <laughs> yeah, they they don't like the swearing. Yeah, sure. Well, it's crazy. Hey, on YouTube, man. They, they, they haven't cut me yet. That's amazing. I've, I've gotten quite a few amazing. strikes already. It's uh, mm. no, but it's really powerful stuff uh, that's coming out of your mouth. And I know from personal experience, uh, the most powerful thing that ever happened in my life was losing my mother seven years ago. And, Me too, brother. Me too, oh, 12 okay. years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, condolences. Yeah, you um, as well, man. You as well. And I believe that when my mother was departing here, that if she knew that it was going to bring me to the place that I am today, she would take that agreement every time, right? right. And uh -huh. it was only through her passing, as much as I, I loved my mother uh, in the flesh and as much as I, I love my mother spiritually now... I was never, I, I can't imagine how long it would have taken me to transcend to being the person that I am today, to where I can love more, I have more empathy, I have more understanding. It took the universe taking everything away from me, right, to want to reach out and, and get it back, and more so. And that's a driving force in my life today. That's my new why. My why when she was alive was to do things for my mother mm -hmm. and and to make her happy and now it's the same thing but on this whole different level and so how do people tap into their best selves right now how do they get to that spiritual center when they absolutely like they have absolutely no idea what to do yeah that, that and, and and you know that's such a perfect question brother um that everybody i think is probably asking or definitely at least needs the answer to there's look what I would say is whatever whatever you're drawn to, go towards it as far as modalities, teachers, whatever. But at the end of the day, no matter how many books you read, no matter how many seminars you go to, no matter how much you fucking meditate, until you dissect who you're not, you'll never become who you truly are. Mm. And really, it's not that easy, but it is that simple that it really is about healing trauma which is therefore who you're not getting that out of the way and then boom by default you become who you always were it's not about needing more or getting more or creating more what we need is always there it just the question is what's in the way of it mm -hmm. and it's always very deep-seated belief systems that have stemmed from trauma always mm -hmm. i've been doing this work for over 15 years everybody is unique i can guarantee you that but there's a commonality throughout us all too i can also guarantee you that mm -hmm. and that commonality is trauma and the commonality is that we all need healing mm -hmm. and the commonality is that we're all beings of love who came here to planet fuckery as i like to call it the biggest game in town and we've sacrificed a lot to do it. We've sacrificed a lot in the name of ascension, in the name of coming back to who and what we truly are. And everybody who's on this earth, good or bad, deserves credit. Because at the end of the day, everybody who's on this earth is playing a very, very important role that's bringing us all to something very good. Mm -hmm. And Dan, why were you brought here? What's your story? No different than you, man, to bring some love up in this bitch. <laughs> I knew you were the right guy. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. I knew you were yeah. the right guy to, to, to have an interview by. So thank you. This yeah. is, uh, no, I feel at home here, man. But I mean, yeah, well, part of my story is, and this is the biggest part of my story, is I grew up with a stutter, um, a severe stutter, until I was in grade three. So whatever age that was, eight or nine, I think it was, something like that. Um, yeah, I could barely talk. Um, 
and since I've been able to heal that, I've come to appreciate something so taken for granted as speaking more than most. And I know it was because I was here to do it with with unbridled passion, uh, conviction, and absolute certainty. I just had no idea the type of crazy shit I would have to talk about. Right. Um, but thankfully, I have more balls and brains because it's very useful in terms of what I have to talk about. Um, and um, but yeah, man. I mean, and if it wasn't for that that stutter and the story of my stutter exemplifies so much of what I t teach and talk about and what spirit has given me over the years. I haven't read books on this shit. This is, I've just been a pure conduit, very raw, um, not graceful at all. And that's fine. And just, just, just raw. And that's what I'm here to be. Um, but the stutter just, it, it's a blaring example of just how the, some of the worst things, if not all the worst things are always the greatest gift and always has a have, you know, has some sort of purpose. And really, if we look at our lives, and that's what I love about what I teach, this isn't theology, this isn't some unproven shit. This is everything I talk about is proven in your own life and my own life and anybody's own life. Because if we take the time to look back at our own life with our consciousness, with our mind, with our awareness, we'll see why things had to happen the way they did. Just like you, you see why your mother's death had to happen the way it did because where it brought you, you know, and, um, and it's those worst things that bring us the biggest blessings. And I know that sounds cliche, but some things are cliche because they're said so often because they're true. We just disregard them, such as everything happens for a reason. Every fucking thing really does happen for a reason. I, could, I, I couldn't deny that at this point in my life if I tried. And I'd be an asshole if I tried. Because the universe, God, whatever name you want to give to the intelligence behind life, has done a very good job teaching me that there is an intricate perfection to everything. Right. You and I included. And anybody listening or watching your show. There's not one person that isn't perfect as they are. But the, the reason why there's 8 billion people that don't know it is because they listened to somebody else who didn't realize how good they were. Yeah. Damn. And they projected that onto somebody else. I'd love to ask you a question in regards to, I hear you say God, universe. There's a lot of people that struggle to give name to a higher power. And yeah. I guess in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Do you say that in regards to just honoring whoever's beliefs or is it important that one honors one above all? I've always well, wondered that. I, I definitely want to honor everybody's beliefs because I know at the end of the day, whatever your belief is, it all comes down to the same entity. It just does. Mm -hmm. Whether we call it God, universe, source, creator, it's all the same shit. It just really is. It's just from different cultures or different schools of, 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 of teachings, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but it's all God and drag, man. Um, right. you know, it's all just different. And we're, yeah. we're all God and drag. We're all the same God, different form. Yeah. You know, uh, science has proven that, that nothing, literally nothing in existence can be separate. If we had the right microscope, you and I are just particles, atoms, energy vibrating at a certain frequency, creating a certain form. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what everybody is. It's the same source. And science has also proven that everything has to have an origin. So if everything is connected, which is it, which it is, and everything must have a source, which it does. Well, then we all come from the same source, and that's what God is. Mm -hmm. And it's not some dude above the, the clouds like a glorified Santa Claus judging everybody and putting some people on the ultimate nice list of heaven and some people on the ultimate naughty list of hell. That's just not what it is. However, this world has been run by white, crusty old dudes for a very long time. So, hey, all of a sudden, God's a white dude with above the clouds. Big surprise. Jesus wasn't white either, for the record. Um, also there's no guys named Paul fucking Matt and all this other shit back in those days in at that, in that part of the world, but that's, that's for another show maybe. <laughs> um, but point being, yeah, okay. everything is strategically put together in terms of how it's presented to us.
mm-hmm. none of it for benevolent reasons. Yeah, it's interesting that you said earlier on in regards to uh, people trying to find themselves and how how things are orchestrated and the fact that uh, people people have lost themselves. And I have a very hard time sometimes with everything that has happened over the past two years. To it's it's really hard for me to believe that it's real. Like I question my entire existence on a whole nother level now. Some sometimes I just I feel an awareness when I'm doing absolutely nothing. Like when I'm at my calm, and I I almost have this. It's not real feeling. It, what is yeah. that? Does that make sense? Because I see you nodding in compliance. So like there, that must be, there must be a yeah, name yeah. for that. Well, yeah. Well, what you're experiencing is your transcendence from that reality. So it, it, in the beginning, it feels very like loopy and almost surreal. Like you're in a movie and nothing's really like you're not settled because you're not settled yet. Mm. You're, you, you're, you're, you're no longer in the old reality. So, you know, that shit doesn't feel right, but we're not completely settled in the new reality. So we have nothing that really hang on to, so to speak yet. So we're kind of in that weird limbo. Okay, so that feels like that's what you're experiencing in that regard. Um, and you ain't seen nothing yet, brother. Uh, so get used to that. Um, but something you said really resonated with me and with spirit. And they want me to kind of touch on something. You said people have lost themselves. And what spirit says to that, and it resonates with me, is it, no one has lost themselves. They're in the process of finding. Because in order to find, you must first be lost. So being lost is as necessary as being found because you can't have one without the other. Just like we need the darkness in this world because why the hell would we be here to bring our light otherwise? The darkness is so necessary for what the light is here to do because you can't have one without the other. If one is not there, you don't need the other here. We'd all just be hanging out in spirit where we're all from, just hanging out and loving. But there'd be no growth to that. So we come here to instigate the growth. We come here to give into the illusion that we are the opposite of what we truly are. Physical, fearful, separate, all this shit. Only to remember what the, what the truth is and that we are always the same damn thing and all in this together the whole time. The whole time. Right. So Dan, here's another question for you. <laughs> That's why you're here. Uh, so I'm going to give you two statements and then you can tell me what you think about both. Okay. okay. I don't know why people are so surprised that life is hard at times because it's supposed to be. Because with those lows come the highs. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. Or, or am I reinforcing scarcity by saying that? And is there a more abundant way to attack that statement? By by saying what exactly? Okay, so let's do this over again. I'm going to two statements. Yeah, and the first the, statement was how hard, or you're surprised that people life is are supposed surprised to be hard. that life's hard. Right, because it's supposed to be, like, that's how it's designed. Life is yeah. designed to be difficult. And then right. secondly, by acknowledging, is there a, by me saying that life is supposed to be hard, okay, some would so say that saying, I'm okay, reinforcing no, it from a scarcity standpoint. No, no, you're, what you're right. not doing is you're not spiritually b- bypassing this experience. By pretending everything's fucking positive when it's not. Is there a positive purpose to everything? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean everything we go through is positive and all kumbaya and airy-fairy and puppies and butterflies. That that That's absolute bullshit. That's what that is. And that's not real at all. That's not authentic. And therefore, that's not spiritual. We're here to, we clearly incarnate into physicality to experience the all, to experience both sides of the spectrum. To, we're, we're in the land of of of, of, of polarity. 
as we're supposed to be to experience it all. So no, you're not perpetuating how hard your life is unless you're not sitting there every day and bitching about how hard life is. Cause then, yeah, you're just going to keep aligning with that. That's simple, basic universal laws there, but we could do the flip side of things. And we could use an example of a spiritual person staying in an abusive relationship because everything unfolds like it should. So I'm supposed to be beaten, getting my ass beat every day because everything unfolds as it should. Mm. Right. So right in, in that sense, Jason, we would be not being negative at all. We would be grateful for getting our ass kicked every day. And what do you think that's going to perpetuate more positivity? Mm. No, it's going to perpetuate you getting your ass kicked every day because you're staying in it by by bypassing what's actually happening. Okay. So to answer your question, no, number one, you're not. It's just a matter of just not becoming attached to how hard life can be. Because really, life is not hard. There's hard moments. And then the ego latches onto that shit because the, the ego attaches because it wants to identify and feel like it understands something. Which is why people stay in shitty relationships. Because as long as they know they can cope with it and handle it, there's a weird comfort in that. So that's all the ego wants, comfort wants to know what it's going to go through today right so hopefully that answers your question it's about yeah no acknowledge what's there just don't become attached to what's there right and when you speak of spirit yeah what is that spirit is that the all-knowing is this a spirit that you speak to like your spirit guardian angel yeah I just call that higher consciousness spirit in general. If if specific spirits are coming through, then they'll typically tell me who they are, or if it's your guide, I'll know that, or uh, or whatever. Yeah, but but what I I like to use that term in general, just representing that consciousness that taps into me, or I tap into it, or whatever, and that works through me because mm-hmm. nothing I do comes from me; it's all through me. Right. I try to say the same before I even do a podcast that I try I to remove you, my ego. And it's not like I did a great podcast. Like I was given, you know, these yeah. words and I am just this, like, I'm just the talking head. Well, uh, well, I, I wouldn't give yourself such less, such little credit, <laughs> but, but I get what you're saying though, because right. I mean, look what we did. We had really no plan on this. We hopped mm-hmm. on and boom, right. right. It flows. And I'm confident somebody will be helped from this conversation. Right. And when, you're stepping into something like this and you're hoping that this is the outcome that resonates with another person. What does that look like? What does that look like for you? What are you hoping that person that needs to receive your message is feeling like, what do you want them to know about you and them? That every little thing is going to be all right. In the famous words of Bob Marley, every little thing is going to be all right. Um, but most of all, the way to get there is to realize who and what you truly are, which is an infinite, indestructible being in a very temporary experience. That everything that has happened to you has happened as it needed to for you to live your best life possible, inevitably. But that maybe both the bad and good news is that no one's going to change it other than you. But bad meaning. No one's going to change it other than you. Good meaning that's how fucking powerful you are. And what does death look like? 
I don't know, man. I haven't died yet. <laughs> well, not no. this round, at least. I haven't. No. I haven't died this this round of human uh, of the human experience. Um, but what I will tell you is this, man. I've talked to a lot of dead people over the years, and they're the happiest people I've ever met. Mm. And why? I've, ne I've never interacted with one pissed off dead person. Yeah. Um, and if there's one common message that they that anybody who has transitioned back to spirit back to our essential form has shared is that number one, they wish they would have expressed love more to the ones they loved. Um, and, and, and equally, I was going to say more so, but, but I'd say it's equally that they just would have done what the fuck they wanted to do. And, 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 and meaning from a good place, you know, no, first of all, I don't deal with bad spirits. So no spirit has ever meant, Oh, I wanted to kill somebody. And I didn't, I wish I would have done that. That's not, <laughs> sure. that's not what I'm saying. It's yeah. just that they held themselves back based on their own beliefs, based on not wanting to rattle a cage, based on not wanting to offend people or leave people behind. I'll, I'll tell you this much, man. And anybody listening, if you're, if someone's doing that, if you're holding yourself back to not leave somebody behind, you're not leaving anybody behind, but your damn self. And you can't leave anybody behind in this world. You truly can't. It's either time to go separate ways or you will help them grow by keep on keeping on your damn self. And, and especially those who know out there, it's not, no longer time to look over your shoulder to see if your loved ones are keeping up. It's time to keep going and they will catch up. There's no more benefit to looking back and dragging people or trying to convince people otherwise, or, or, like even. And I spent a lot of time in the beginning of this uh, pandemic on Facebook and pissing matches out of the kindness of my own heart. My intentions were good, but it was useless. I was just trying to get through to people, man, out of my love for people. But I realized very quickly, but not quick enough, because I wasted a lot of time and a lot of useless uh, uh, conversations, but that by trying to convince people because I think it was the right thing. I wasn't honoring anybody by doing that. I wasn't honoring the soul in them. I wasn't honoring their own path in them. Everybody is here to learn in the way they need to learn. And a lot of people, a lot of souls have incarnated to learn through fear. And that's just as important as the rest of us learning through love. All of it necessary. All of it to create the balance. And I can't explain that in an intricate level that can prove that to somebody because this stuff can only be proved through your own experience, really. Even if you book a reading and you want to hear from mom or dad or grandma and grandpa, through, only through your own experience sitting down with me or another medium or whoever, another conduit or whatever, will you be given that opportunity to have it proven to you or not? And that's just a very small part of it. I mean, the talking to dead people is a very small part of what I do. What I love about that part, though, is it proves right then and there that we survived death, that we're just a bunch of fucking, that this is just a meat suit, man. That's all this is. It's a uniform for this experience. Mm -hmm. So I love the medium aspect of it, but it does very little in the, in the grand scheme of things because really what I get down to is healing and guide, what spirit really truly guides me in is acknowledging, exposing, and hopefully healing or helping someone heal their trauma. Right, because we're spirits having a human experience, not humans having a spiritual experience. Exactly, uh, and until yeah. we do that, never mind dying, no one's fucking living. Yeah, Wayne Dyer is, is one of my favorites. And I know you said a lot of this is intuitive for you, but I'm curious if you All do have uh, some some mentors uh, that you I have. I don't have mentors. None. Hey, I, was, yeah. I don't, um, but I've come across many quotes over the years that have helped me realize I'm not 
crazy and that, you know, I, um, I'm not the only one that knows this stuff. Mm-hmm. Wayne Dyer definitely is up there. Um, probably would be the only one that really stood out, stands out to me. Cause I, I really ran into a lot of his quotes in the beginning of my awakening when I really needed to know I wasn't crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, well, Wayne Dyer really, really, and again, never even really read any of his books. It was more coming across, uh, across a lot of his quotes, Rumi. I love, I love Rumi quotes. Um, other than that, I, I, I really appreciate Gary V because he's desensitized the world to how much I swear before <laughs> yeah. I even get out there all that much. So thanks, Gary. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, you're a Girl Scout. <laughs> Next to Gary V. Yeah. 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 You know, um, I love to ask people what their best word of advice is. And I'd be surprised if you didn't cover it already because there's just been so much awesomeness uh, coming out of your mouth. And for me, this podcast I've learned so much, and a lot of it has been talking with people that have had experiences that I've never experienced. You're not the first channeler I've had on my show. I've had reptilian channelers, others that speak to the astral. I mean, I'm speaking with you right now. Uh, Lots of different perspectives. And what I love most about it, even a flat earther, I've had a flat earther on my show. Flat Earth Dave, one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet in your life. And there's nothing that I enjoy more than being able to sit down at a table, have a conversation with someone, ask really genuinely curious questions, knowing that I can leave with something of that conversation. I could leave with nothing. I don't have to be a a believer, et cetera. But there's always a, a nugget of wisdom that you can get from everybody. So my hope is no matter who it is that I have on my podcast, that my audience lends them an ear. And to not be so concerned with whether or not you actually believe what that other person believes, but believe that there's something that you are to learn from them and in every interaction. And so Mm -hmm. what would be that one ultimate nugget that generally, if you could pass on to everyone, if you could have it on a sticker and it's on your forehead, what would that read? Right. Um, Be who you're here to be. You'll do what you're here to do. You'll get what you're here to get. Yeah, simple. And it all comes down to being who you're here to be. Life comes down to authenticity. And the way to get there is to heal your trauma. And I'll say that over and over and over again until the world fucking gets it. And there's a lot more to it, of course. But when you break it down, that's the the, the secret to success, the secret to life, the secret to happiness, joy, whatever, peace. That's what that's what we're all going after, man. It's not even happiness. Happiness comes and goes. It's emotional like anything else. But you can find an ounce of peace in even the worst shit. We're all yearning for some fucking peace. And everything we go after is we think that it's going to be that that gives it to us. But it's not. The only thing that will give us true peace is self-love. The only way we can get to self-love is to shift the belief systems that were projected onto us that stop us from loving ourselves. Right. Because only when we love ourselves can we be our authentic self. Logically, Right. How can you be who you are if you don't like who the fuck you are? You're not going to be who you are if you don't like it. So it's only when you love yourself to a certain level can you be who you are. Only when you be who you are can you align with what who you truly are came here to fucking experience and have and receive and also how you're supposed to impact this world. It really strips down to that simplicity. Be, and that's why the world and the authorities in this world, meaning government, religion, media, and pop culture, make everything so damn complicated. Because like the old saying goes, the devil's in the details. 
And if we're focused on the details, we're not focused on the simple, beautiful truth about life. So Dan, let's talk about how you help people and then we'll sure. share some of your resources. And I love Soulgasm. Uh, Thank a, you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> that's great branding. Thank you. And Thank uh, you. you've authored three books. Uh, and... Four. Four now. Four now, okay. yeah. Yeah, they're not out yet. They're going to be released next year. Uh, actually, that's a kind of a lie. I'm finishing the fourth one right now. Um, but yeah, Soulgasm is a series. Soulgasm was a term also given to me by Spirit. I can't take credit for that either. It just really fits my vibe um, with the edginess and stuff like that. But whatever that represents is living here in the physical as you are in spirit. So Soulgasm is the result of you being your authentic self. Um, but it unfolds in three phases. Well, the first book is Quickies, Soulgasm Quickies, uh, which is based on my notebook of downloads over the years. Just as I got downloads, I'd write it down. And so we've compiled that into a book to act as almost like a teaser, like a prequel to the full three-book series. And then the three-fold book series unfolds in um, – or sorry, the three-part full series unfolds um, in number one is foreplay, then penetration, then climax. Uh, the first book is called God Isn't Religious. The second book, which is Penetration, is called Deliver Us from Ego. And the third book, which is Climax, is entitled The Second Coming. And speaking of The Second Coming, it's already here. The second coming Jesus taught about was not Jesus coming back. All right? So anybody waiting for Jesus to show back up like Superman with a fucking robe on, you're going to be waiting forever. It's not happening. What Jesus taught about was the awakening of Christ consciousness within humanity. And it's already here. The second coming is here, but it's not a singular deity or dude coming back. It's who we truly are collectively coming back. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. I have been saying that we are in this truth movement. And then to even elaborate on that more is that we're in a truth seeking movement. There's a lot of people out there that have a truth that isn't necessarily so or is holding them back. Uh, but oh, it dude, is incredibly interesting that people have this thirst right now for a knowing. Well, and you just gave me God bumps, man. Cause you just like, and uh, one thing I love to say lately and it, cause it hit me when I got, when I got downloaded from spirit, not that long ago, because you talk about how people have their truths and it's a big cancer in the spiritual community. People being allowed to just, Hey, speak your truth. There's not, there's no your truth. There's no my truth. There's the truth. And then there's you and I's opinion. There's not your and I's truth. There's the truth and our opinion. And I really need, I want people to understand that discernment, to understand that difference. Because there's a lot of spiritual people going around saying and spouting anything because it's their truth. And they're here hurting a lot of people. They are uh, uh, um, misguiding a lot of people in some cases even. So I just, so thank you for bringing that up. Um because that needs to be said. That needs to be acknowledged. There's, there's actually in a lot of ways more bullshit going on in the spiritual community than the non-spiritual community nowadays. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. Eh? The irony of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a big fucking irony there, man. Big irony. Yeah. Well, Dan, I know that your time is incredibly precious, and I'm grateful uh, that you spent any amount of it uh, with me oh, dude, and dude, my audience. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, please let people know where they can find you, because I know <laughs> I know already that this is going to resonate with so many people and they're going to reach I out because so. you're that guy. You are that guy. I and so. Thank you. I, am, I am very picky about people that I have on my podcast. It'd be a lot easier to do uh, if I wasn't so picky with my with my guests, but I go with my intuition 
which I, again, you know, I believe comes from up there or does. I'm working on it too. I'm on my journey as well. And hey, I so knew, am I, brother. Hey, yeah. so am I every single day, man. Yeah. I, I knew that you were the person that I want to talk to. And it came through someone that I wasn't even Thank expecting to, to get it from. So please let people know where they can find you. Yeah, well, and thank you for saying all that, man. Mm -hmm. I, it really was an absolute honor. I've had a blast, such a flow to it. Um, and I really do appreciate you choosing me to be on the show. It really was an honor. Um, IamDanKing.com is my website. People can uh, contact me through there. But also you can find me on Facebook, Dan King Soulgasm. Same as on Instagram, Dan King Soulgasm. Um, or you can, uh, the direct email, I believe, is connect at mysoulgasm.com. All right. You're a fucking legend. <laughs> You're a fucking legend, brother. Thank you. All right, brother. And thank you, uh, to the Launchpad audience, for locking it in once again for another great episode uh, with Dan King. Search him out, find him, love him, uh, and learn from him. Thank Until you. next time, thank you, brother. you take care, be well, and love simply because you can. Thank you.